This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Tensions with Iran are on the rise, or may be imminent. I think I speak for all of us when I say, Rob, please stop telling your I'm Russian, I'm Iranian, I'm in a hurry joke. Now is not the time for that brand of comedy. In fact, just to be safe, maybe just stop telling jokes altogether. Do it for your country, Rob. The Metal Injection live cast starts now. Rob tells jokes? <laughs> when he says do it for your country, which one does he mean? America. Oh, okay. America is my country. Which one's your I'm country, you said? Uh, Austria or? Yeah, yeah sure, I'll way. take Austria. Uh, not to be the public defender here, but Rob was born in this country and you weren't. Yeah, it's true. That's why I asked him, weren't you born in Austria? <laughs> Austria's general wasn't just killed with an airstrike. That's true, too. Neither Rob. America's. Oh. Unless Yet. we missed something. Yeah. Welcome to the live cast. It's Rob here with Noah. Where? Here. Sid. Where? Austria. Here. And 3D. <laughs> Hi. And uh, it's the second Metal Injection live cast of 2020. Episode 549. We didn't discuss our New Year's resolutions last I don't have any episode. New Year's resolutions. No goals? No nothing that you want to do this year? You can have goals, but they're not necessarily yeah, triggered by January 1st. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess any goals that may have started last year that you haven't accomplished and you'd like to accomplish this year. We're I'm trying, still working on Trying uh, to call us out here. No, I'm just curious. I was thinking about it earlier today, and I was, you know, like everyone... I'm talking to my girlfriends about doing like a vision board party where we're going to put together vision boards. And I'm like, I haven't even thought about what I want to put on a vision board for this year. Have you done vision boards for previous years? No. Can you explain what a vision board is? A vision board is when you like put. It's like a little bulletin board. It's the thing that Oprah started from what Roland tells me. And you do an arts and crafts and you put your uh, fantasies on a board and, and then they come true. I like, don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it's like, no, 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 I think it's, if I can translate. <laughs> Mine's going to be It's like a loose. Mansplain it, Rob. It's like, it. a, it's like a to-do list, but like a to-do wish list of like, these are things I want to accomplish this year. And some of them would be more like practical. And some of them are like, you know, I want to more fantastical. Like I want to be famous or whatever. That's supposed to be that you visualize your dream and you see it in front of you on a board and then seeing it every day makes you. Not slack off on it. Or right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Just a little, it's a little bit Oprah-y, I was going to say. Yeah. The woman who talks to trees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a mental vision board. It's, you know, keep keep working out, which I'm doing. And mm-hmm. like not limit my food binging. Not limited or to limit it? Too limited, yes. Oh, it's just okay. like weekends. You heard a not. In yeah, the- I did. Okay. I was stuttering Freudian a little, slip. I guess. And, uh. I don't know. Then, like, some business goals, you know. Like what? Like. You know. Financial benchmarks for the website you want to talk about? <laughs> no. <laughs> he wants to uh, <laughs> buy metalinjection.com. Oh, finally. Yeah, the holding company. Come through on this. Like, I've been saving up $85,000 USD. Is that, oh, it went up to 85? It was 80,000. Uh, it was <laughs> up to, like, 125. No, I mean, we went to, it went up to, like, 125, and then, like, another uh, Livecast fan. <laughs> Put it in offer for like ten grand. They were like, "All right, sure." Yeah. <laughs> this guy is the worst negotiator because, like, you—he hounded you for eighty grand. He said, and you said no. Well, you got to start high, but then it goes up. 
How, who goes up after the guy says no? What, you fucking yeah. idiot. Well, the, uh, theoretically, the value of the of the page has gone up. I understand that in a theory, in an yeah. open market. But mm. you, the one person who <laughs> buy it said no, and right. you're going up. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Does Frank also get these emails? Like, is he playing you guys against each other? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, Frank Godless said he'd be doing, he'd be okay with seventy-five grand. So, what do you say, buddy? It's, it's not like we like would personally kid. buy it. Like the business would buy it. Yeah, but there's two people running the business. Mm-hmm. Well, we both have to approve the purchase. <laughs> have either of you been tempted? <laughs> no. Who's more ready? Who's closer to saying yes? I would say I am because I would be willing to pay like three grand for it. Okay. I don't even think Frank would be willing to do that. Interesting. Frank doesn't have a vision board because he's already doing so much stuff. Yeah. There's uh, no, nothing to put on the no, board. No, Frank has a vision board, but like no space on it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All this, all the stuff he's doing is in real life, so there's nothing to put on the board. He's just mm. doing everything. But I'm trying to think of other vision board, vision boardy. I want to go to Thailand. That's gonna go on my vision. You and Dudorino together. Well, I, I do want to go to Japan this year. Is this a reveal, Noah? Are you, are you going to Thailand? You going to Bangkok with the? What what with, is any specific Dutorino? part of Thailand? Um. I would like to go to Bangkok, and then I want to go to like southern Thailand, like Phuket. Oh, fuck it! Fuck it! It's not fuck, fuck it. it. Let's it's go. Phuket. I don't know. Uh, b- what's in fuck it? <laughs> Dudorino. Beautiful beaches. Oh, so to go to like one of those food. resorts or whatever. I don't even want to do a resort. I want to do like more Airbnbs or like low key stuff. I don't want to be in a resort, and I just I want to eat like local food. Like the really good pad thai. Yeah, like the real Thai food. Uh-huh. You miss the real Thai food? <laughs> I miss the real, the old Thai food. Um, and then maybe even like since we're already going to be there to go to Japan as well. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking of doing, my idea would be to like how I framed it in my head before pricing out how insanely expensive this would be, would be to go to Japan for like 10 days and then... Philippines for some sex tourism and then go to Hawaii for four days to like recover ah. from the Japanese tour like just go to like a beach in Hawaii to, to like downshift to like uh, English speaking Asian people and then back to just regular white people here you don't want to it's too much of a transition to go from yeah. Japan back to Brooklyn. well I also I want to go to Hawaii I've always wanted to go to Hawaii uh, and it's like well I'm already on that side of the world and find Jimmy Snooker's tombstone huge ass flight so might as well just pop in for the connection yeah, have a layover there for, a couple yeah, days. Yeah, do a layover for Have some days. spam. You know, uh, I'm not as grossed out by spam as I was a few years ago. I've never had it. It's, it's just, you've had if you've had a hot dog, Ew. it's no. just loose hot dog meat. No, I'm not, like, Ew. afraid of it. <laughs> loose hot dog was also my nickname in high school. <laughs> oh, shit! I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that why you, you're going to, uh, to Thailand or remove your loose hot dog? Cheap plastic surgery. The surgery is much cheaper over there. Yes, I love that Noah felt the need to follow it up with "I'm just kidding" because <laughs> we were sure. Because I'm not. Well, <laughs> she has and to I'm cover insecure it up. about it. All, uh, Noah's coming out as intersex. Mm. Noah could have uh, been referring to something else with the hot dog. Doesn't mean she has a penis. <laughs> no, just a really right. long. Well, it's clip. a loose penis. Oh, let's not go there. What that grosses you out, Rob? No, I just don't want to offend anybody. Rob is not intersex positive. No, <laughs> very intersex. He's positive. shaming any uh, intersex people. Uh, you have just as many rights as non-intersex. See, Noah, hot dog. You have rights. <laughs> Rob is outer. Sex. A- any travel uh, you guys want to do this year? 
I don't know. Whatever comes up. Oh, I, I'm probably going to go to uh, Puerto Rico for uh, the Mets uh, series. Oh, They're nice. playing there. What? Where are they playing? At the Marlins. The Marlins home games. I uh, would recommend you rent a car while there. It's very cheap to rent a car. And go okay. to El Yunque uh, Rainforest. It's one of the... Uh, Actually, I believe it's the only rainforest in the United States of America. And do not wear Crocs. No, um, it was uh, discussed this. We've, I'm over Crocs. I'm not wearing Crocs. It was uh, it, it was <clears throat> incredibly beautiful when I went, and then I was very sad to learn that it was uh, heavily damaged. damaged in the hurricane. But it looks like they've recovered a good bit from the, the paper towels that Trump threw. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it soaked up all the water. That's yeah. good. It's all right. Yeah, that was the best part. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention about, uh, I went to Montreal over the holidays, and I forgot to mention this, but like the people were so nice to me in the hotel, obviously, because they're being paid very well to be nice to me. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm always like, I'm, I just kept wanting to be like, we don't have to have this pretense. It's cool. Chill. But it's like, right. no, no, no. Like, there's no way they could not yeah. have this pretense. This was in the Ritz. Yes. this I was in the Ritz-Carlton. Uh-huh. And just to summarize again, I... Normally would never be able to afford it, but there was a ridiculous like half off or you know sixty percent off detail. You sound like Noah doing a cover up for her intersex. Anyway, I blew a bunch of money on some luxury, but so uh, uh, in the pool, the pool is in like a spa area, and so you walk in and there's a, an attendant there, and I swear the attendant looked like uh, Groban. And I almost oh. thought it was Groban, but then I was like, no, no, no. This guy looks like he's 22. There's no way. He's from Canada. Uh, well, also, I think Groban is in Toronto, not Montreal. Is he? Montreal. I thought he was Western Montreal. Canada. Not maybe Vancouver? No. No. Or maybe is. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely I thought, like, central, like, Winnipeg somewhere. Ottawa? In Calgary? Let's just name it. Moostra. Mississauga. Nova Scotia. That's his province, though. Not a city. Yeah, oh, fuck you, Rob. Me. Excuse me. After all your bidet usage, you should know that by right now. It just so, infuses you. But it was just funny. It was like this Groba guy was like really trying to get my last name, and I was like, "Dude, don't worry about it." Well, I was going to ask, did you undress in front of him since you're going to the spa? I, I mean, I guess I, I had a robe and I took it off, and I had. So he saw your loose hot dog. No, he did not. I was wearing. You, uh, you were disrobing in front of Groban. <laughs> and then there was some groping. Oh, no groping! That's groping. what you're paying for. <clears throat> no, that's the Thailand trip. I also want to learn how to snowboard. Mm. So vision boards, snowboards, <laughs> any other kind of boards this year? Cheese board. Boardroom. Well, you got to go soon. I mean, like you only have the first few months, right? To... There's other, there's places where there's snow. It's on Saturday. Yeah. That's how it gets crazy how uh, warm it's been in New York, Winter especially like uh, coming like even in Montreal, it wasn't like unreasonably cold. It was like the coldest it's been here was like the normal there. Mm-hmm. But it, I've almost felt like it should have been cold. I mean, I was thankful it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. See, well, people, everyone's complaining about this global warming. I don't mind. I don't mind the warmer weather in the winter. It's nice. It's well, that's nice. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm kind of torn because it's like I'm enjoying that it's not that cold, but. I know that it's because the world's going to end in like 12 years. Yeah. But it has to, we had one week where it was disgustingly cold, like 11 degrees or something in November. I was like, oh boy, here we go. I was bracing for like and a then, horrible winter. Yeah, and then nothing. And it was normal. Yeah. It's like 40 every day. 
It was a, it was similar last year, and then it starts to get really cold. One right. thing is that now it's just going to be colder longer. Right, it's going to be cold through April or May. Yeah. That's the thing. We don't the thing. We just don't have spring or fall anymore. It's just extreme winter and extreme summer. Well, we'll see. I think it's just going to be warmer across the board and be warmer in spring. Did somebody too. say board? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Another board for you to keep track of. Well, on the topic of climate change, actually, there was a big oh, God. online debate <laughs> this week. Oh, really? Uh, a noted climate expert, Meatloaf, has been <laughs> chimed in. Uh, and uh, he thinks that Greta Thunberg, the teen activist, uh, has been brainwashed into thinking climate change is real. The singer, 72 years old, said he feels for the 17-year-old whom he thinks has been forced into her beliefs. I feel for that, Greta, he told Mail Online. She has been brainwashed into thinking that there is climate change and there isn't. She hasn't done anything wrong, but she has been forced into thinking that what she says is true. Uh... Don't you hate that when somebody forces you to think what you're already saying is true? It's very weird because it's like, yeah, that I never, like, when I saw her give her speeches or whatever, she seems pretty passionate and it forced is the opposite yeah, by of who? what it looked Specifically, yeah, like who's, forcing who's, her. And it's yeah, like, is listen it to what she's saying. She's saying that, like, the planet is going to be ruined for her generation. Yeah. Like, she should be upset. So it's very weird. And of course, it's a 72-year-old, someone that has what? And it's meatloaf. At most 20 years left on this earth. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not going to feel the effects of this. I'm looking at him like, let's be real. 20 is generous. I have a question. (laughs) When he made this statement, did he make it as meatloaf or as his regular name? Or as bitch tits from Fight Club. (laughs) He goes by meatloaf. Like, it's not like he... Like, I don't even know his real name. Eddie Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. a loaf. No, he has a weird name, I think. Like a normal one well, normal isn't name. Isn't he uh, Pearl a day's dad? Yeah. Something yeah. so his last name is probably something a day. Yeah. Damn it, I looked on Wikipedia but I got actual meatloaf. It's Marvin. Mar- yeah, Marvin Lee a day. He's from Dallas, Texas. <clears throat> Wikipedia says his genres are hard rock and heavy metal. Rob, can you confirm? Uh, I could see why Wikipedia would think that. Heavy Har- metal? Hi- hard rock, heavy yes. I, I mean, Bad Out of Hell is pretty heavy. Wow. Heavy metal meant a, a different thing, I feel, in the 70s than the connotation it has today. I guess it's yeah. because, yeah, he had an album with the word hell in it. Mm-hmm. So just that <laughs> right, imagery like is dark imagery. He's got metal. a metal cover. Uh, anyway, what's funny is uh, Meatloaf's daughter... Chimed in, and I guess he has more than one daughter because this was not Pearl a day. Uh, so I guess Greta, first of all, Greta responded to Meatloaf. Greta, she by the way, changed her Twitter name to Meatloaf. Killing it on social media. <laughs> uh, but uh, she responded saying, It's not about Meatloaf. It's not about me. It's not about what some people call me. It's not about left or right. It's about scientific facts. And we're not aware of the situation. Unless we start focusing everything on this, our targets will soon be out of reach. And then she went on a rant about the negative uh, ecological impact of uh, making meatloaf. (laughs) No, she did not. Uh, But then... uh, All the toxic gas that we release after we eat meatloaf. Mm -hmm. Uh. Meatloaf's daughter, Amanda Aday, 
shared Greta's response. And she said, I don't always agree with my father, as most people don't always agree with their parents. I applaud Greta's response to his criticism. And then uh, when a Facebook friend asked her why her father would attack Greta in the first place, Amanda said, the reporter baited him for his opinion of her, which is fair. I'm sure like he didn't just openly give yeah. it. He was just asked about it. And then she says his response was twisted a bit. And dad didn't have all the facts. But ultimately, he doesn't believe in climate change. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, he's still a jackass. <laughs> so there you go. But it he's is, my dad, so I have to say It is incredible nice. to me uh, how people could just reject this completely. Like, it's like, it seems so obvious to me. Right. But Well, it's not just, ob- I mean, it's. Even if it's not obvious, you have the internet at your disposal. Just look up some motherfucking facts. Well, when I try to look into like the quote unquote opposition to this, I think uh, the like somewhat sane viewpoint, which I don't necessarily agree with, is like the uh, dangers are being exaggerated to inconvenience us to spend money on things that we wouldn't normally buy which i'm sure there might be a shred of truth to that like uh for example like the plastic straw thing like i don't think that's going to change anything not using doesn't hurt straw but all right there's bigger things that need to be tackled if so so in other words that amounts to a conspiracy where like right there's like i can agree with it to a point but then it's like to say to dismiss all of it right I don't is, even agree with it to a point. Like I don't think who, I, who's I, I, doing I don't want to say agree with it. I, I the could, metal straw industry. I can understand. <laughs> I can understand having that viewpoint to a point. But like, why are the climate scientists doing it? They don't right. sell straws. Like, yeah. what is the so people will keep funding their bogus research, Darren? <laughs> but I, also, the other thing of, to me about it is like the straws. All right, and recycling your garbage. Like, I feel like. That makes such a tiny dent in anything. Like it's it's not it's better to do it than to not do it. But like corporations pollute, like they cause seventy five percent of the pollution in the world. Like why are we? But where are those corporations located? Are all they... over the world, mostly in the U.S. But a lot are of are they mostly in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, U.S. based doesn't mean they have their factories here. But yeah, mm. U.S. is responsible for a lot of it. But like regardless of where they are, why are we like? scolding people for using the wrong straw or whatever mm-hmm. you know i, mean, I feel like it's just like a. It, we, yeah there's i think issues on a macro level that should be addressed before oh yes going on the micro level of, of policing straw use and <laughs> very much so uh, but i mean it's in general so those I, I i do understand the uh protest against single-use plastics like i feel so guilty using plastic bags and, and going to the store i've tried to uh bring totes with me and whatever as silly as it looks it's just like i don't need this bag i'm gonna use i'm gonna use it for you know three minutes and then never right. use it again i just see use it, it as the, poop. well yeah, i mean i, I, I do say, is I, there an eco-friendly option for picking up dog shit uh i mean i do reuse them to, for for that but you know no, but i'm saying to, like the they're, they there are bags. biodegradable There's, poop bags okay. for dogs yeah I also just think like that bag's made already. Like you not using it doesn't impact like. But the less bags that are used, the less reproduction there will be of future bags. I don't know. I mean, it seems like uh, so much, so many more important things to 
Seems like yeah, I agree um, with you, but it, it's a it's a more of a just like a mental right, like, OCD understand. thing of like ah. I do it too. I agree with you, but I just like buffing out scratches on the Titanic. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like what's the point? We're going down. Yeah, it's true. We're going to experience some form of catastrophic uh, effects. I feel we're already experiencing right. it in Australia. Yeah, it's but we're like not brutal. experiencing that. We the human race. Oh, okay. Yes. Sid doesn't know. Well, no, I just. That. I don't want to say I'm experiencing the fires in Australia. You're experiencing fires in California. No, I'm not. I'm not there either. Oh. Well, I'm I was not there. Exper- when the fires I'm, I'm experiencing tweets about it. You experienced some hurricanes. We get more hurricanes than we used to. Yeah. Were you inconvenienced by the previous hurricane, like Sandy? No. No power outage or anything. No. Oh. Sid is impenetrable. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Like, I mean, what can you do to me? Oh, no, I have to miss work. What a tragedy. Right. What can you do to me? Your DVR wouldn't be functioning. That is a tragedy for you. You wouldn't have anything you wouldn't to, be able erase. to watch. Most of that stuff's on demand now. I'll catch up. Don't you worry. I'm resilient. But what way. are you going to be doing at the moment? What I if it's books. like five days? With no power? No power, five I days. I have books. Mm. Play with the cats. Go to Take- sleep earlier when the sun goes down. Yeah, sure. Time See? goes by faster when Sid's you're asleep. Sid's a survivalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be with Sid when the world ends. I could get by on very little, because mm. I already do. Bam. How romantic. Yeah. I, all right. Sure. I guess that could be viewed as romantic. Mm-hmm. You're Some a minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how are we going to do the podcast if there's like a, a tidal wave and flood? How are you guys going to get to the studio? I feel like Brooklyn has pretty good drainage. Uh, not what? really. We maybe do the uh, an episode a couple days late, but it we'll rains an for an hour and all the sewers overflow. What yeah. do you mean we have good drainage? Not in Gowanus. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it hasn't been an issue yet. Hmm. We're fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. There's Skype. We'll download Skype. We'll do it. Cl- climate change. We'll be fine. <laughs> we. I'm saying us. Oh, the world is fucked, but I think we'll we'll be fine. Uh, but we're on a peninsula. All right. So this we're surrounded word. by water. All right. No, you didn't the think water of levels with rise. how we're going to get around when there's a tidal wave. Boogie board. Yes! Oh my God. Another board. Oh, board cool. number four. <laughs> I want to learn how to boogie board. Put that on, put that on your vision board and smoke it. <laughs> um, last week we talked about Gene Simmons. Yes. And uh, his very unique way of eating cereal, he puts ice cubes in his cereal. I was very offended by that segment. I am Gene Simmons. Oh, we have Gene back in the studio. Uh, so I'm calling from Israel. It's very, it's very clear. Great connection. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the fine people at TMZ tracked down Gene Simmons and oh. got to the bottom of this. So Harvey Levin. Very annoying. Stalkers. Here is some great audio. Oh, gunshots. The ice Mr. Simmons, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm deliriously happy. Oh, Gene, you know, you have... you, you I'm glad I caught you today because you have set the internet on fire. I did, I did no such thing. I was <laughs> fucking having cereal for breakfast. <laughs> Hold on one second. We got a call at 213 wide not. That's 213-943-3688. Gene Simmons, is that you on the phone? Ah, <laughs> oh, we lost them. You didn't uh. have to hang up. We could have just talked to you. And my daughter was always snooping around. We were up in Canada. Okay. She asked me, uh, 
Dad, what what are you doing? Right. I said, what am I doing? I'm uh, having goddamn cereal. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> but Dad, you're putting ice cubes in the right. cereal. I, I, well, yeah. Who wants lukewarm milk with your cereal? Right. Right. No, so, I I understand. You know. You- well, yeah. Why was it lukewarm? Yeah, I don't. Just, milk should be refrigerated, should it not? He left it out. That's what happened. Ugh. Doesn't sound like eating curdled fucking milk. Ugh. But you've created some controversy online. People were, people. There was some debate about this. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense because Kim Jong Un and uh, <laughs> and the rest of the world and Mr. Putin and all the rest of that. That's not controversy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What I have for breakfast and whether he there's ice in it or not is frame a coherent sentence whatsoever. He's just. He's it, he's trying to have it both ways. He clearly posted that tweet because he wanted people right. to talk about it, and then now he's scolding people for talking about right. it. Also, I want he's scolding people like it's not like this TMZ person had to be like, "Hey, Gene, do you want to do a quick video about your cereal thing?" Right. Yeah, okay, okay. Let me just run down. Pretend like you're walking up. Yeah, like that didn't happen. Like, <gasps> how dare you? That's not how they do it. Of course it is. Yeah. They follow them with the camera and they ask them questions as they walk along, but they keep seeing the same TMZ reporter, so they become friends. We have a guy from TMZ outside of Sirius, mm-hmm. and I think he does the same thing. Has I've seen him in action. You? Huh? Has he ever bothered you? Maybe thought you were Lady Gaga? No. She didn't have the meat dress on that <laughs> day. <laughs> Tomorrow when you, you know, see Lady him, Gaga wears other things besides the meat dress. Well, just saying. Tomorrow you walk out there, you tell him you're Lady Gaga, and you have some serious thoughts about Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> and cereal a, with ice cubes in it. Get yeah. some of that... Uh, Meatloaf action for yourself. <laughs> meatloaf action. Yeah. You're a loose hot dog and meatloaf action. <laughs> <laughs> meatloaf um, action was your nickname in high school. <laughs> but is uh, is Gene okay? Like I feel like he's no. He just sounds a little uh, Alzheimer-y, you know. Talking oh. about uh, Kim Jong Un, uh, Kim Jong Un, Putin. This is his humor. This is his dumb humor it's where just, he's like. He's. Tr- I think the point he was making is like there's so many important issues, but pe- get it. people care about me. Gene Simmons putting ice in my. It's like, well, don't tweet it. It's just he can't almost can't speak the English language. It's like, and also but, it's like I love that uh, Gene Simmons is saying like, oh, people care about the most mindless things. You put out a fucking reality show. You're but, giving people mindless things. But to also, care about. it's fucking TMZ. The only way they'd care about Kim Jong Un is if he had a nip slip. Like, it's not like it's CNN coming up to you asking you about. Though maybe they did also. But I mean, it's TMZ. This is all that they do. Right. So, Kim Jong Un has very nice nipples. Uh, <laughs> he would look great in a kiss bikini. <laughs> Disgusting. I think there's another video of him with. Ice and Kim Jong Un. No, fucking gunshots. You Look at this, Gene. Yeah, this cereal. Oh my god! It's an oversized bowl of like mini wheats and a large bowl of ice cubes. Okay. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. <laughs> Look at that. Holy. See, Gene. And here's the next. And they also gave him a bunch of Splenda. Who is they? Uh, the restaurant chef, uh, waiter, not the chef, the chef, the cereal chef. No, he if you like to try his cereal. Okay. No, it was oh, wow. Count I will try it. I will absolutely try it. Oh, Thank you. My Thank you. God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Oh, dear. Stupid. But really, right, though, so- shame on that TMZ reporter. I feel like there should be a rule that if you spot Gene Simmons in public, you should kick him in the nuts. Sure. Not ask him a question. Why? That's a lot. He's a human garbage. You can't hit him. 
in well, public. Yeah. That's not realistic. I mean, well, it's happened before. People get assaulted yeah. all the time. We can codify it into law is what he's saying. Yes. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it should be a rule. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Gene. It's like what? the punch buggy thing, except it's punch <laughs> Gene Simmons. I am not a Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a Kiss branded Volkswagen. Don't give him that idea. That's a great idea, Sid. Yeah. Too late. The horse has left the barn. Uh, should we hear uh, Gene Simmons uh, talking about drugs? I heard you said that um, rock and roll stars should end their fascination with drugs. Well, I've never been a higher drunk in my life. Oh, that is too bad. They do caption it. It's a video. But all right, never mind. What do you call it when the TMZ of metal plays actual TMZ? I don't know. What do you call it when the TMZ <laughs> of metal plays actual TMZ? It's like Inception. What's the TMZ? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Goat. <laughs> uh, um, so before the show started, I just, you know, like, I like to check uh, Frankie Palmieri's Twitter. Oh, no. Oh, thank God. Um, Is he doing okay? First of all, it's private. Oh. So I have to, like, go Rob. into my thing. You can uh, uh, make it. Uh, you can become uh, a Patreon member and give him seventy five dollars. Fifty dollars. Well, it wasn't actually through Patreon. It was just like through DMs. Right. It's from. It's through Frankieon. You can Venmo him. <laughs> you just give him seventy five bucks, and then he talks to you. He had any movie with cute puppets and secret doors. I'm locked in. Ah. But anyway, so no. Did you just awe Frankie Palmieri? No, I was being I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. So he sounded like a very loving awe. Um, he linked to this podcast that he was on. It was it's like this nerdy, uh, gaming podcast. Okay. And it's just him and like these two nerdy guys sitting in a room talking about video games. And I was trying to listen to it, but and. <laughs> There's nothing really to discuss except like how like nerdy and lame it is, mm-hmm. and I just thought I would bring that up. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're or, welcome. Uh, Pazzabini, whatever his what? name is. <laughs> Did they mention Robert Pazzabini on this show? Uh, no. Because the guy was was uh, was uh, playing as Chun Li, and he did a certain move, and it reminded him of Robert Pazzabini from the Temple <laughs> Days. <laughs> Somebody on our Facebook said that they. Met Frankie Palmieri recently and asked about Robert Pasabini. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. pretended not to know that what was, they were uh, talking about? That was Melissa, I believe. Yeah. Oh. She's called our show. Yep. Before. And what was the end of that story? She took a photo with him and uh, mentioned in her caption that... that I'm trying she, to find she it. Bro- oh, actually, Rob asked her in the comments... Did she mention the Robert Pazzabini story? And she said she did mention it, and he didn't remember. Yeah, right. He doesn't know who he said. He didn't know who I was. But you said it on your show, dipshit. Yeah, like he doesn't how listen the fuck? to his own podcast? He knows better. He's just lying. <laughs> just own it, motherfucker. Bless the Melissa. Yeah, she did a great job. We might have to do another diss song here if he keeps yeah. acting up like this. <laughs> he now actually needs the free publicity. <laughs> Let's not do him that favor. I just want you to interview him again, and then in the video, it, introduce yourself as Robert Pazzabini and see if he reacts. <laughs> I don't think he will. He's gonna be like, he I knew I. All right, he won't. Like, oh yeah, that is how you pronounce it. Cool. But he he might, and here's why: because he knows your name is Robert Pazzabini, so he probably mm. consciously said that. 
to pretend he didn't know who you were. So he'll remember doing that. Like maybe, he'll remember that it's a lie. Maybe you introduce him as Frankie Palamiri. <laughs> Throw that shade right back at him. Or whatever. <laughs> or uh, Pazabini or whatever his what? name is. <laughs> All right, where's that dick? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what his takes are on uh, jury selection for Harvey Weinstein this week. Uh, I'm not defending Harvey Weinstein at all, but <laughs> <laughs> if the primary uh, lawyer backs out, Frankie's ready. Hey, I like it. But he watched Law and Order a bunch of times. <laughs> uh, the Me Too movement is bullshit. <laughs> God, I still can't figure out what it is Louis C.K. did wrong. <laughs> that might be my favorite, more than the Harvey one. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> What's this? DNA. Like oh, no, what never mind. That's the whole story about Rob. <laughs> uh hey, uh you I mean I <laughs> a great show. I miss that show. It is yeah, it really was, it really provided us with so much. We should keep an eye on that page and see if he ever pops back up with another episode. Speaking as a male, you know, <laughs> That's all you need to know. You know, Wh- whatever he says after that cannot be good. No, it's just like uh, people always get on Harvey Weinstein, but like, what good can come after that? Once you've said "but" to that, but, but have he's... you seen the English Patient? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Miramax, man. I don't know if any the English Patient was a Harvey Weinstein joint, but it feels like it was. Seems like, yeah. It, I'd believe it. I just checked no new no new podcasts. Oh, okay. You could go Pulp Fiction. Let's say that. Mm. Pulp Fiction. Mm. I don't really like Harvey Weinstein, but Pulp Fiction. Did you, uh, speaking of Harvey Weinstein and Pulp Fiction, did you uh, see Ricky Gervais? Oh, speech at the Golden Globes so monologue? good. I really That's did not want to enjoy that because I really don't like Ricky Gervais. I like, really? I love the jokes. I was annoyed with the delivery. Yeah. I totally agree. Me and really? Rob talked about this offline. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's asleep. He's so well, sleepy. just like his oh, whole I thing, like, so oh, I don't care. I don't care. Oh, shut up. My shut up. Time. Oh, I said it. It's a joke. It's Relax. My, it's my long so time. That's, that's the way this. he talks. What's, what's They're wrong not with bringing that? me back. Say fuck it. Uh, it seems very forced. It doesn't seem. Like yeah, it's I don't think either. it's a whole shtick. Like it's not that's your last not... time. You keep coming back yeah. every time they ask you. Stop pretending to hate this. Right. You could just say no and not do it if you hated it. Why he got to plug his Netflix show. Did right, it? exactly. But that's wait the, when I don't remember. But that's that. the point: is that he's he he's doing it for a reason, like for publicity. Sure, yeah. he's acting why not? like he doesn't give a fuck. He has a Netflix show. Yeah, um, the Afterlife. Yeah, he, it was in his monologue. In his mon- oh, I didn't know that was his show. I had no yeah. idea what that what he was even. I'd never Afterlife. even heard of it. It's really yeah. good. It's on Netflix. Oh, but even still, like if he really didn't like it, if it was such a bad time for him, he wouldn't do it. So I don't want to hear you whining about know, how but, horrible it is. But he Just did it. Fake. But he like berated everyone. That was great. No, that was good. That, that was part good. was great. So what if he used it because it could have been a platform for that? To berate but, people, okay, but but like he's a That's part of that. But he's a part of that, though. So he, there's he, a hypocrisy there. Yeah. Like he's calling, he's calling people. Like wh- there were there was a part where he was like, "Oh, don't do a political Politics, rant because yeah. you don't know what you're talking about." But like he has his political. Yeah, platforms. He just said he's a fucking transphobe. Oh, his old even even beyond that though, like he he's uh, uh, very much for like animal rights mm-hmm. and and all that. Which it's like good cause. I'm not knocking that. There's but, a lot for animal rights. 
Well, let, let's listen. Let's play a little bit of his of his monologue here. We don't have to play the seventh full eight annual Golden Globe Awards live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. I'm Ricky Gervais. Thank you. Um, you'll you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards. So I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, NBC clearly don't care either. Fifth time. So, I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And they've no idea what Twitter is. So I got offered this Robert gig by Fox. I love that joke. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So... Yeah, remember that. Um, but you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, no, shush. It's a, it's shush. a daughter I feel sorry for, okay? That must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So. I thought that was Lots a good Lots of show. big celebrities here tonight. You can I mean, fact, the good stuff is icons. coming up. This part's yeah. really yeah. Look, This table alone. Uh, Al Pacino. Robert De Niro. But, I mean, really, it's all seven minutes? Or no. Big year for when Peter he made the movies. When he made the um, joke about Martin Scorsese being short, that was a good one. I like that one. Also, calling out Apple. Leaving and then, yeah, and then like, good. saying, don't Two come up popes. here when you guys support all these platforms that sponsor, like... Sweatshops and all that, but the I Apple did like the, the line about how like if ISIS had a streaming mm-hmm. service, we'd be calling your yeah, that was good. But Apple, he's on fucking Disney Plus. Like, what is he talking about Apple for? He's the same. He's the, he did the same exact right. Same that thing. that was the kind of conceit of it where it's like, well, you're just as bad here. So what are you? I don't know. I don't think weird. that was the conceit. Conceit. I think he was saying that they're bad and right. he's not. And yeah. he's judging. He wasn't no, saying he's not. He didn't say, he didn't say that. That's how it just, came off to me. Was self righteous for sure. Yeah, very much. It was all right. It was my, f- my favorite joke was later on, and it wasn't in the monologue. It was when he was introducing Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. and he did the bird box joke. It's like this next presenter was in a movie where you had to keep your eyes closed and look away, or in order to survive, mm-hmm. and uh, just like you people did with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. And then they all groaned, and he's like, "You're the ones that did it, not me." <laughs> Growing it yourselves. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was my favorite moment. I like but I'm just like drunk. the whole in between thing where he just acts like he doesn't want to be there and stuff. Just I, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't need you like doing a fucking tap dance either. But like right. you're acting too cool for school while you're at school. Like I just, <laughs> That's true. Then you keep coming back to school. Mm-hmm. So I don't need that. But this is the last time set. Yeah. Not coming back again. I don't care. I never did. I'm just kidding. I never cared. I don't care about anything. <laughs> Oh, I care about one thing. I care about uh, saying that trans women are really men. Does he really do that? Oh, this whole last stand-up was about that. It was was like, I want to be a toilet. I just declared myself a bear or whatever. You know, I'm a bear and I like to scratch my butt because I'm a a bear and a monkey. Yeah, it's like like 10 times... Worse than the Dave Chappelle stuff. Oh, uh, the, the Dave Chappelle formed it into jokes that were actually funny in spite of the fact that they were disgusting. I thought some of them, some of them were stupid. 
But I mean, Dave Chappelle's actually really funny. Like uh, Ricky Gervais, I've never thought his stand-up was any good. No, yeah, he's you. You made some good TV shows. The stand-up is just you'll uh, you'll love this, Darren. Uh, Ilana Glazer from Broad City put out a stand-up special mm-hmm. on Amazon this week, and I had I to turn it, it off halfway through. It was horrendous. Oh, really? Well, she's not a stand-up comedian, so once again, this is like a TV comedy mm. person. Who like their show stops and are like, well, I need to keep making money off of my name. Right. Yeah, and Amazon's like, we need content yeah. here, Alana Glazer. I'll just go in. People like me; they'll show up just because it's my name. Did it get uh, reviews similar to what you? I just haven't said, read or? any of the reviews. I have no idea. I, I did see on the trailer that people were like, "This is a trail. This is this is supposed <laughs> to entice me." And it really like I watched like ten minutes. Well, of what's it, an example of that? What was so bad about it? Here, well, let's play the. <laughs> Oh, Let's God. Play Why did I ask? It's I, I feel like if I asked you to write a one what you think a one hour uh, Ilana Glazer stand up special would be, oh, no. that's what it is. Oh, God. I'm scared. Hold me. Lots of attempts at cheap pops. Like the biggest applause lines are just. Well, the thing that kind of uh, like immediately confused was me was that the show starts like, you know, there's music playing. Mm-hmm. She comes out. And the intro like is like an extended. She's like dancing for like three minutes, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like, dancing. Okay. What yeah. kind of dancing? Like like, like the song like is playing. Like dancing. ladies and gentlemen, Alana Glazer, and okay. she, everyone's like, yeah, dance. yeah, and everyone's like, hey, 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 and she's just keeping it going. She's keeping the the pop going and That's like dancing and like like twerking and like to a really oh. like it's like all right let's start it like i, I actually started scanning <laughs> to get to the well she only had like 45 minutes of material and they gave her an hour well so no well so, I, I rob turned it off even quicker than i did there so i don't think she don't have a lot of differences between alana which one is alana glazer the curly hair one okay you are gonna be shocked as well as impressed Homophobia is the lamest, most transparent form of hate I can think of. When someone's homophobic, they're just admitting they think about gay all the time. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's just preaching to the choir. Yeah, clapped her. Like, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, this wasn't even the bad joke that I I thought I saw. That they must have multiple trailers for this because there was well, one, one about her favorite like favorite things about living. about like baby boomers, which again, like I agree with the. Yeah, but I'm not watching stand-up to agree with somebody. Like, I can just yeah. read a political forum for that. Like, yeah. I want to hear fucking jokes. I'm I'm happy there to hear are, jokes um, that are opposite of my... Uh, but they're usually not funny. Yeah. Like, conservative and jokes like that, punching down type shit isn't funny. But I'm open to it. Like, if you want to make a joke, uh, it doesn't need to agree with me. I'd be happy to disagree. Yeah, but it's disappointing. I was honestly like a little bit. First of all, I want to say I'm touched that we're talking about someone from Broad City mm-hmm. and we're all on the same page. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. Like, that actually makes me feel good. I feel like uh, camaraderie right now. It's That's sort of awesome. like when uh, Conor McGregor tried to box Floyd Mayweather. It's like, <laughs> this is not your sport. Uh-huh. You're great at one thing, but you're going to And you get know a lot of funny people, but yeah. it doesn't mean that yeah. you could yeah. do stand-up. You should have asked them to write the jokes for you. I also think, uh, I was actually pleased to see like when their last season of that show came out, Like I think people were coming around to where I was oh, really? on it. Yeah, I, saw oh, a I, lot I didn't of, see the I last it. season because I don't have cable. I saw a lot of stuff that was like, um, wow, I really like this show, but it's just why they should have ended it like a, a year ago or whatever. 
I don't know. I sub- I, I I wanted to like I sort of felt like I was in a Twilight Zone movie where I was like not uh, you know the only sane person and everyone yeah. else loves this show so I would seek out like reviews of it and stuff. Yeah, I like the last season, but yeah, it, it, this is just clearly her trying. Like her agent was like, "Well, you just go on a stand-up tour," and she's like, "But I'm not a stand-up comedian." You figure it out. You figure it out. You're a performer. She was doing um, like events where she was inviting like um, political people and you know like who who was comedians. I don't remember exactly, but she was talking about like politics and stuff, and it was kind of like a Q and A with the mm. audience and all that. So. But yeah, you can't really put that out as like a comedy special. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah. By the way, I love your agent character. Yeah. Just go and do yeah, stand up, eh? Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. The kids see? love it. <laughs> you do get on the Twitter, you tell them you do a TikTok. <laughs> you just twerk a little bit for yeah. the first 17 minutes. <laughs> Filibuster with a sexy dance. That's <laughs> giving what it. they really came for. <laughs> yeah. So that was disappointing. You go up there, you do a little bit of the broad city, see? Then you go and you do a little bit of the twerking, see? And that's all you got to do. You don't need any new material. Materials for losers. (laughs) And Amazon paid for it, so God bless. Sure it did well. Yeah. She got that money. Yes. I don't begrudge anyone getting money. Go for it. I mean, I have to like it. But I so rarely turn something off halfway through. That I bad, knew, huh? Yeah. And my wife was like, I was ready to turn this off 20 minutes ago. I was like, man. Yeah. Rough. I really wanted to like it. And yeah, there's just... Speaking nothing. of wanting to like it, I saw the Joker movie finally. Wow. Yeah, I did too. And... Uh, just won the Golden Globe. Uh, I thought that was the most overhyped movie mm-hmm. of all time. Like, I'm curious if I went to see it when it first came out without if I, the buzz without the buzz if i would have the same disdain for it but disdain wow not like disdain i don't want to say like it affected me that much but i was just like it was such an eye roller and again i feel like it's out now it's everywhere you can stream it so we can talk about it did, did you guys like it yeah we're gonna talk a few i liked it. it i did like it but i don't i i would agree with you that the hype was a bit over so out justified. of five stars what would you give? three and a half three to three and a half i would give it two and a half stars yeah maybe. Two yeah, and a half, yeah. Agreed. it was like a 49 percent trash for me well here's here's how i would sum it up i would say that it's really uh well directed it's beautiful cinematography joaquin phoenix is fucking great in it uh, the all the performances are really good, but it's just not saying anything. It's just rehash of shit. It's that's nothing. Been done. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not. a movie that thought it was way more profound than it was. Yes, Fair and here, here's what I'll say. I will say the photography was good, mm-hmm. but the cinematography was like trying to be an art house film when it's like lots of slow motion fucking this is the the joker origin story like relax Mm -hmm. you know like i think christopher nolan like as much as great as those batman movies are kind of ruined it (laughs) like in the sense of like like he set this blueprint of like oh you can make like this real gritty version Mm -hmm. of a of a thing and everyone's kind of like aping it but doing their own twist everyone marvel isn't Marvel is doing their own thing. Yeah. You're right, uh, but like the the part of the movie, let, like I, I didn't mind the the beginning, like how it kind of established that he wasn't, you know, his social worker is being cut, like the mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That was fine. Where it really started to annoy me was how they tried to like backdoor 
make like a Bruce Wayne uh, uh, plot. Yeah, that was unnecessary. That was fan service. Yeah, and it, that was just like, oh, God. Like, it was just like, oh, this is so, this is supposed to be an art house film, and it's like, this is how Batman, it's like, oh, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Go home. I did like the fact that you see, um, you know, the Joker is supposed to be really the, I don't want to say hero. He's like the anti-hero of this story. He's the protagonist. Yeah. So you see the same Batman origin story with the perspective that really Batman's a fucking asshole and he comes from a family of fucking well, assholes. Well, this movie doesn't establish him as an asshole. The movie establishes how Batman grew up, though, yeah. and in his environment and and how he became to be an asshole, which if you really watch the Batman movies, Batman yeah. is a fucking asshole. Right. And I like that this sort of functions also as a more honest uh, Batman origin story at the same time as it's a Joker origin story. I like that about it. I mean, not that they've delved that deeply into it, but I, I love, I love, for me. I love Batman's father's performance in this. Is like he doesn't even have that big of a role. The whole but thing he where he really goes good. to Wayne Manor, that whole scene to yeah. me was just like, ugh. Well, first of all, he would have been arrested. On yeah, like, yes. yeah, like how Shot is he? Death. How is he fucking talking to Bruce Wayne? He didn't just talk to me. He stuck his fingers in his fucking right. Mouth. Yeah, like, like <laughs> nine-year-old boy. <laughs> Hey, let me stick my two fingers in your mouth. Uh, right. And pull it elastically. <laughs> I um, forgot that. <laughs> so so it was it was, I was like, get out of here. Like I'm like, I'm supposed to buy this? No. But and you could also be like dramatic, like 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 you're supposed to be scared of the Joker. Right. And it's like, fuck you. But you can also argue that, I mean, he's imagining this because the film clearly sets up where you it blurs the line where you're watching something. You never know if he's actually doing it or if he's imagining it or what. What was he imagining? He I, imagined I, the whole relationship with the, the girl that lives in his building. Oh, did he? As he beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they revealed it later. Yeah. Okay. That one was explicit. I, I was a little tuned out by the end, so I might have missed mm-hmm. that. And he yeah. also, in the beginning, like he has the whole fantasy where he goes to Robert De Niro's uh, show. And he's in the audience, and Robert oh Niro right, right, right. He's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm just, uh, I'm, I, I see you as my son." You know, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He that, idolizes that, the that stuff. I do. Yeah, right. But I think, when he's in the hospital with his mother, but the, but they set those up as like little like mm-hmm. signposts, and then I feel like a lot of the other things you're supposed to call into question too. Like, is he really doing this? Mm-hmm. Did he really shoot those guys in the train and all this stuff? Like, how much of this movie is actually in his head? And I think there's like little. That's why I love the cinematography is because there's little visual cues. Like when these crazy things are happening, uh, when they're not real, like nobody's really looking at him like they or very few people are looking at him. And when they are real, he's influencing the, the like the audience. He shoots Robert De Niro in the face. The audience runs screaming like, you know, that's actually something that's really happening. Right. But when it's not happening, like the, he's being ignored by his background. That's how I feel. Uh, mm-hmm. You can tell. The I did love the uh, Robert De Niro scene. And I thought that oh, was very tense, very tense and good. It was like a Safdie brothers. Uh, yeah, well, it was mm-hmm. King of Comedy. Yeah, yeah, it was the King of Comedy. But it, yeah. I feel like it was a little bit uh, heightened. Uh, uh, no, not the King of Comedy is a great film, but I just feel like um, that scene. Yeah, Scorsese's no Todd Phillips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to. I don't know because you know I don't hate Todd Phillips. But. 
The thing with, like, there was a moment in the movie where I was just like, all right, if you want to be like a high-level, high-minded movie, mm-hmm. you can't give me a fucking scene where a little person can't leave a room because he can't reach the lock on the door. <laughs> like, fuck out of here with your little short person jokes uh, in your fucking high-minded fucking dramatic movie. I fuck know, out of here. Man. That I was thought, ridiculous. I have to disagree with that. I thought that really worked well. I thought it's in the Joker, like... Dark you know, humor mo- just, motif, you know, it just felt a little too cheap. I don't know. They're trying to show that the Joker is like a hack comedian. He, he's a he was a real hack comedian. Yeah. And then that became his evil persona is that he does the, the hand buzzer and then he shoots you in the but face. But this wasn't like anything he did. Like it, this was the scene where right. he like kills the guy. The little person walks in on it. Yeah. And well, it's not that he did it, yeah. but it's just that he that you were seeing that's the Joker's world. humor. You yeah, know? it's like the opening of the door of his, you know, he's yeah. realizing that I need to be I need my life as a comedy, he says. So like my yeah. life is a comedy. So now everything in his life is a fucking comedy. Oh. Yeah. I liked it. People I, applauded at the end of the movie when I saw it. That's no, I didn't. Do, I don't <laughs> like, ever what? do that. I don't even do that when it's a great. Yeah, no. Movie. It's like people applauding when a plane lands. No, this movie had a lot of serious flaws. Wait, where, where, where were people applauding? At the end of the movie, Joker. Oh, right, right at the, the, the at the pre- at the premiere. There was like a seven minute standing. No, but I'm saying when I saw it. The movie ended. Where'd you see it, Alamo? Alamo. And a couple of people behind us applauded. Oh, shut the Well, you know what? I could understand that because I feel like it would be like, it would be those comic book fans that are like, you don't understand. This is high art. This is high art. You you don't understand what you're... And it's like, and then like now they see this like oh finally someone recognizes the high yeah. art that is comic books yeah. or whatever. It was a I thought it was a very well made movie. It was enjoyable. It was entertaining. Uh, mm, not not, not very deep. Not no. as thoughtful as it wants to be. Not at all deep. I thought and like it was fine. And it was like if you like if you like those kind of movies, but it's like you you don't need to see it. There's not your life will be the same. With Inessential. And yeah, even a comic book fans don't need to see it because yeah. it's not canon to anything. Yeah, exactly. It's not canon to anything. It doesn't change any other story. And they set, outright said it in press conferences and stuff. Like, this is not a Batman I movie. think that's the other thing that kind of made me go in with a bias was that whole Todd Phillips press tour about oh, yeah. how, like, you can't make jokes nowadays with woke culture and Shut all this up. stupid shit because it's Different. like, oh, yeah, the I'm hangover not do comedies anymore cause... high comedy that uh, you can't do anymore because so controversial no but did you see the joker i did movie? what did you think of it it was okay like it was there were parts that i liked and then there were parts that annoyed me what did you like about it um i mean i saw it a long time ago so it's hard for me to remember specific scenes but like i felt like it had too much like social commentary on what's going on today and that was kind of like i just like don't want it in everything that i that mm. i watch and also it didn't really have a point of view about it I felt like, like, what are you really saying about what's right. going on today? Right. Who are the bad guys? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I just wanted it to be a story about the Joker uh, and not about what's going on today. Mm-hmm. So that, so I didn't like that. Um, I thought Joaquin's acting was great, but like when he would start having those like laughing fits and all that, it got kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I sat through it. I didn't walk out of the theater, so I guess it was good enough. But I would also rate it two and a half out of five. Do you have you walked out of theaters? Do you I do have, that? I have. I don't remember the name of the movie though. A long time ago. So it's been a while. Okay. But I don't really go to movies because I I want like I don't want to I don't like the experience. Uh-huh. And I like the option of turning the channel if I'm not into it. It's fair. Did you have that? 
But Fuck. what I loved most about going to see the Joker is I went to see it um, in Middletown, New York. <laughs> oh, <laughs> at the, um, oh man, at like the AMC theater or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was empty, maybe like four other people. Mm. Nice. And I had a chair that reclined Ooh. and brought my my feet up. Ooh. Oh, like you were clean, laying down? Leather yeah. chair. And I got like a, I had a thing for my popcorn. It was just a very nice wow. movie. I'm going to have to give me the address of this theater. Sounds You're going nice. to travel two hours to Middletown, New York to watch. For luxury? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had like those um, those butter machines for the popcorn. I like when they give you the bag of popcorn. You could put your own butter. Butter it yourself. Yeah. And, and it was like a continuous flow. It wasn't like one that like drip, starts drip, drip. and stops. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had my very buttery popcorn. Rub salivating. <laughs> and I'm going to go right down to middle two. Very nice conditions. So I enjoyed that. Sweet. Nice. So it could have been any movie at that point. You could have been watching Cats. Oh, God. I wouldn't sit through that. <laughs> I don't like musicals. I kind of want to see Cats for the... Yeah, no. Like the train wreck of no. it. Uh, well, not anymore now because they, they apparently... The CG was so bad that they like... There were fuck-ups in the film. Like, you could see Judy Dench's watch what? or whatever. <laughs> are you serious? And, like, her shoes. That's, yeah, like, I got to oh say that's her God. fault. Because, like, why are you wearing a watch? Well, she's because she's only got five minutes left to live. <laughs> and she's counting down the minutes. <laughs> no, because also you're told they're only going to capture your face. Everything else is going to be brushed out. And they didn't. <sighs> so, like, there was a ton of errors. Like that. So, I, like, I would want to go to see that version you saw game of thrones already but this now, year you don't need right but now they've they've allegedly fixed it so what's what's the point yeah, get it it's cats and they fixed it oh yeah oh. oh i can't believe you Elba is in that movie yeah well what cgi is there like with aren't that they're in cat costumes they no. edited out all of the actor's dignity the cat bodies are all cg they're not costumes. Didn't they, or they cut out like their wieners? Isn't that what you there meant? Was I, th- no, I thought that's what you originally meant. There were no private parts. <laughs> yeah, none of the cats yeah. had private parts. So they CGI'd that out. Do you think there's people who are like, when they heard that, that was the deal breaker to go to see the movie? It's like, oh, if I can't see actual cat vagina in this. Yes. <laughs> if, there's, if Taylor Swift's cat is not anatomically correct, I'm staying the fuck home. Fuck that. Oh, she's in that piece of shit, too. <laughs> yes, her and uh, Idris Rebel Elba. Wilson. Jason Derulo, James Corden, James Corden. I can't believe that. That was another uh, Gervais joke when he called what he called him a fat pussy. pussy. And also he was a dench. Yeah, he said that she did someone. She likes eating her own ass or pussy or something. Yeah, that was great. And he made a pubic hair joke about her. Yeah, furball. Yeah, that's right. Yes, (laughs) she wasn't there. Oh, stop! Stop! Let's go on with it. (laughs) Oh, they're, they're just jokes. It's like when I said trans women are men. What's the big deal? Well, that isn't a joke. He means that. Yeah, I mean it, but it's still a joke. Oh, Mickey Gervais. <laughs> it's my last time. It's my last time doing stand-up. <laughs> I could say whatever I want. Oh, it's his last time doing stand-up yes, altogether? Yes, yes. I have to I say, I've seen him do stand-up. He, he, did like, he had a show for Sirius, and he did um, a show with, like, it was Jim Norton, Ron Bennington, mm-hmm. and Ricky, and his stand-up was so funny. What there were saying? so many dead baby jokes. It was, I don't, I mean, I can't, I can't retell his jokes, 
<laughs> but I thought it was some of the best stand-up I'd ever seen. I uh, so see him do stand-up a couple of times back, like 10 years ago, give or take. Mm-hmm. It was all, it was not flawless. It was good. I enjoyed it. But there was definitely parts where I was just like, eh, really? 20 minutes on fat people? I mean, that? I like, don't care. It's my last time. Yeah. It's serious. <laughs> it's a little. Right. It's a lot of edge lording. He uh. he did a bit, and I'm an atheist, by the way, and he's Mister Atheist. Mm-hmm. You know? And he did a bit where he just stands there and re- like he literally just read the Bible and like shook his head and was like, "Yeah, you know, like I, isn't that a stupid verse?" Yeah. And I'm like, "That's not a joke." Yeah. I, and I I'm with you, buddy. Like I think the Bible's stupid too, but I don't need to pay to see you read it at me. <laughs> what the fuck? No. Write some jokes about Noah's Ark, for fuck's sake. What does Noah have to do with it? No, not that. Oh. Different Noah. The real Noah. I'll do 20 minutes on her, too. <laughs> oh. I don't care. You do 20 minutes all over her. <laughs> My last time here. My last <laughs> time on the live cast. Oh, no. Ricky, come back. I mean it. <laughs> Extras was really good. Come on. You know, it hate you. Didn't he have another show where he just, like, insulted... His buddy there, like, what's his name? Oh, Carl Idiot Abroad. Carl. Yeah, but he's not really on that. Show. He just sent him Carl on trips. Uh-huh. But then there was also Life's Too Short with Warwick that. Davis, mm-hmm. which was a series where Warwick Davis plays like a loserish version of himself. Mm-hmm. And it's just two seasons of like midget jokes. <laughs> okay. So it was basically Ricky Gervais like, oh, I know this little person actor. I'll put him in a show, but I get to just goof on his height the whole time. <laughs> nice guy. And Warwick Davis was cool with it. It's my last series. What, I don't what? care anymore. That was the last thing of his that I watched. <laughs> this is the last time Sid's going to watch me do anything. <laughs> he also had that show, Derek. Where he pretended to be like a Down Syndrome person or something. Which, yeah, I didn't watch that. I identify as a Down Syndrome person. <laughs> All right. If no the money idea. is right. Uh, can I get some uh, breaking news? Oh. Oh, oh. What happened? Oh, let's find out. This is important. This is live reporting Tuesday night. Legitimate breaking news. Iran launches missiles at U.S. military facilities in Iraq, according Jesus. to a U.S. official. Cool. Well, it was nice. And the Pentagon knowing, yeah. has confirmed it. This is our last uh, month on the planet. We can say whatever we want. It It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. None of us care anymore. Nuclear war. We're all going to (sighs) die. So that's happening. They just don't give a fuck, by the way. Iran is like, oh, you know, we're supposed to be scared of you. Fuck you. Did you see that they uh, restarted their uranium enrichment production? I did not. Which they, sh- I don't know why they didn't up until this point. I mean, wouldn't you? Look at North Korea. North Korea, I mean, it's like, you know, they tell the U.S. to fuck off and the U.S. doesn't do anything. Why? Because they have fucking nukes. Yeah. Iran doesn't. I mean, I bet Iran had already started it sooner, but now they're like, oh, now we can just be honest about it because everybody will understand. I mean, like half the world won't even be mad at us for doing it because of the shit that's going on. So let's just say it. Sure. I believe that. <sighs> I'm sure our president will offer oh my God, a, a every smart fucking and measured week response. We always get into such like a depressing well, conversation. The about, world is ending. It's I know, depressing. but I don't. I don't do this podcast to talk about the end of the world. Okay, what so should we talk about? I don't about? enjoy it. Wow. I don't know, but it's annoying. We had other things to talk about. Okay, lead the way. No, I don't want to. Don't put me on the spot like that. Well, you're the one changing the subject, so go for it. Like, what? What are we talking about then? I don't. I mean, what else do we have to talk about? Nothing. Oh, let's talk about let's. Or I, 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 oh, we do have hate mail. Is it political? 
<laughs> please don't be political. It's not please, political. Please. Is it Julian Castro? <laughs> Dear livecast, I dropped out of the presidential <laughs> race. We had that news first, and we just did the show started too late. God damn it. So uh, we got hate mail. We got a, a question about Jewish holiday food, actually. And uh, about my Montreal trip. Let's start with the holiday food. Okay. Hey, guys, this is Andrew from Colorado. I have a question about Jewish dishes during the holidays. I watched a video on YouTube where Jewish mothers tried each other's brisket. <laughs> they all said, wait, is this a lesbian thing? <laughs> and they all said it was a holiday tradition to have brisket for a big family meal. Do you have any experience with this tradition? I always associate brisket with barbecue and made on a smoker, but these dishes were all oven roasts with gravy-like sauce. Love the show and look forward to listening every week for the past six years. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, to quickly answer, brisket is a part of Jewish culture. It's If you go to Jewish delis, you would get brisket or mm-hmm. pastrami or whatever. Uh, brisket, th- pastrami, corned beef is the, the triumvirate of the, yes, thank the, you. the top of Jewish meats. With that said, my family, I did not grow up in a yeah, brisket same. household. Never. Never had the... Jewish version. Yeah. I had it. I had it in a sense that we'd get it from a store. My grandmother, my mother didn't. Make right, it. like my mom would never make it. I mean, right, same. Noah, we didn't have brisket in my house. I think it was like too expensive to make, and also it wasn't the kind of Jewish food that my mom would make. She, I guess, she'd make more like, um, like uh, Romanian food, oh. which was like more Eastern European. Like what? Uh, like what would be a holiday dish? That What's we didn't celebrate holidays. Any holidays? <laughs> no. <laughs> no seders. Uh, no. Thanksgiving. We might. We we did seders or like holidays at my aunt's house, but she cooked Lebanese food, Ooh. which was delicious. Mm-hmm. We have a caller, a New York caller, called two one three Wide Nut. That's the phone number. You're on the line six four six. What's your name? You're gone. <laughs> God damn, Rob. Just drop. Maybe yeah. you need to be like more like secretarial when you answer the phone. They like get frightened. Six four six, you're on the line. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's. But yeah, I do enjoy a nice steamed brisket. I've never had. It's okay. It's a little. Um, it's a little dry. Steamed? I guess. Uh, some it could be dry. It could be moist. But I feel like it's it's not as doesn't have the taste that uh, yeah. corned beef has. It's a little just like unseasoned compared to those other kind of meats yeah i guess my mom would make steamed i'm trying to think what i guess it was uh maybe like a prime rib she would do is steamed kind of more in like a big pot with Mm. like vegetables and it would be like it's like a little stew but not like sandwichy yeah I'm, i'm not really a fan of brisket or like pastrami and stuff. Like at Cats, when they give you the pastrami sandwich, it's always like little tiny bread and a whole bunch of pastrami mm-hmm. in the middle. It's too much. Well, that's because they charge you twenty dollars, yeah. so they have to kind of uh, rationalize. That's you don't buying. have You're, to, I, right? But they want to the mar. They need to make the margin, so mm-hmm. they give you like over a half a pound of meat to kind of be like, well, you're paying for. That's what you're paying for. That's a very Jewish thing. I feel like they always charge you a shit ton of money, but you get a lot of food. I've still never had it. Cats? Cats? When I went to... uh, It's all right. 
Have you had any Jewish deli in New York? Sure. Second Avenue deli? I don't remember, but Carnegie not deli? that one. Carnegie's gone, by the way. Yeah. Rest, rest in peace. I miss the New York. I did. Carnegie Deli had the best cake. It had the best uh, uh, Brooklyn, uh, not Brooklyn. Uh, what are the chocolate cakes with the cherry ganache in the middle? Just and like cream. Black Forest? Black Forest. Thank you. It? Oh, so good. It was, it was better than the pastrami sandwich. <laughs> it was like when I was going to Carnegie, I'm like, oh, I have to get a slice of this Black Forest. Why were you going to Carnegie Deli so much? Uh, just if there was like a show in the area or sometimes I would just, if I was in Manhattan. Wait, would you go after or before the show? Load after. Cake. After. So they're open, uh, it's like open until five in the morning. I just before picture you like after. going before having a pastrami sandwich and a giant slice of cake. And then having it all sit in my stomach in the mosh pit. Sitting through the whole concert. Terminal five. He's at the concert eating the cake. It's in his hands. He's double fisting. Yeah, I take it to go and I eat the cake as the bed is prepared. Pastrami these, in one hand. Oh, that would, be, well, that would be wonderful. That would really... <laughs> and like people looking over and being like, is that Rob from Metal Injection? And then seeing you cram the cake in your face. Yeah, that's Rob from Metal Injection. I don't need to ask. <laughs> just stay where they are. <laughs> Maybe you can do this going forward. Just bring cake with you to every concert. I feel like they probably take it away at the door, though, those bastards. Well, then that's an guys. excuse to cram it in your face right before you go in. It's speed yeah. eating. You can hide it in your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. You could bribe the the guy at the door. Maybe he'll let you bring your weed in if you uh, offer him a piece of cake. Okay. I mean, I, I'm going to sneak the weed in. I already have my weed technique down. That's fine. What if the cake, <laughs> the cake is, is made too with big. weed? You sneak it in, in the cake like a I, nail file with the, to a prisoner. Well, I did I did once have a weed cake for uh, oh for the Big Four. I think I, I must have talked about this on the show. How when you turned four? No, the Big Four concert <laughs> with at, at the Great Yankee Stadium. Oh. It was that year for my birthday. Somebody baked me a pot cake, and I had a lot of it left over because you know you can't really gorge on a fucking. I mean, you pot could. Cake. I feel like you could. You can't. You've you you, you won't have a good time. So I brought like three big slices and it was myself. And, I, and so I was in the press room. So I guess the security was like, it was fine. Like they didn't, I had to go through a metal detector, but mm-hmm. they didn't look detector. through my bag. So I was able to sneak in these weeds, uh, these weed cake slices, <laughs> which now in retrospect sounds absurd that yes. I thought I could do that. I got arrested that day, by the way. <laughs> I, didn't, I, no was, I wasn't even with I you. I just, with you. I just you were having a Carvel ice cream cake and somebody yeah. just... Up against the wall. What it was did I myself, do? Uh, Axel Rosenberg, and Vince Neilstein and Metal Sucks that ate these pot cakes. And like by the time Metallica came on, it was hitting us hard. And also like it was weird because the screens had the like it was essentially like a live edited version of the concert happening, but there was a two second delay. But I was so high that. There wasn't a delay. <laughs> it felt like it felt like I was watching it in real, real life. Was on the same delay as yeah. the screen was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was intense. All right. With that said, we have uh, another piece of hate mail. Oh, from Terrence. Hey Rob, I don't know if you're interested, but I'd like to follow up on your Montreal experience, pronounced Montreal, for us Anglophones. I like to say Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Uh, Noah was pretty bang on with her Montreal cultural inside scoop. Mm, good. good. All dressed steamies, 
<laughs> which includes coleslaw, mustard, and onions, mm. uh, is by far the most popular style of hot dog served. In Montreal, there are strict street food laws, and oh. it's actually illegal to sell street food if you don't own a restaurant with a proper address. And it's completely hmm. illegal to sell street food outside in the summertime. Why? Some people... It goes bad, I guess. Probably an energy nuisance. Got to have those generators oh. running. Uh, people selling ballpark francs are basically non-existent. Yeah, we, I, I didn't even... I guess I did see like fast food hot dog spots. Should have got them uh, steamy. I wish I knew about steamies when I went there. Terrence adds, we do call joints bats. We'd I've heard that here, too. I never heard that. I heard them called the a roll bat, bat. A bat is I've a one-hitter here. Yeah. Like, in, oh, really? in the, like, that's how... Those, like, cigarettes that look like cigarettes? Oh, I thought it was those a joint. That wasn't what I heard. I just heard it as, a ju- like, a synonymous like a for joints. Yeah. A joint. I've never heard that. Uh, but he says, weed is legal countrywide, but sold only by the government in Quebec. So, Quebec, which is interesting, though, because... Uh, he says private companies could sell in other provinces. Uh, in Quebec, though, when I looked on Weed Maps, which is essentially Weed Yelp, mm-hmm. bless their heart. Uh, while there was only that one storefront, there was a ton of delivery services. But the, with the delivery services, you had to kind of prove your age, too. You had to send them a photo of your ID. You send them a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> you send them a photo of your ID to prove your age. So that but, uh, by the way... Uh, on on weed, uh, what is it? Weed, weed map? maps. Everyone's into sharing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're very much into that kind of sharing. Uh, edibles and oils, he says, are still illegal in Quebec. Uh, they did have a like weed pill that you could uh, you could buy, which was instead of an edible, it was like it looked like an Advil, but it was like twenty five milligrams of sativa. All right. The email goes on about the churches. Mark Twain once said about Montreal. Mm-hmm. That you can't throw a rock without breaking a stained glass window. That's what the US just did to Iran, I heard. <laughs> breaking but all the cultures. A things. lot of them are getting turned into condos and concert venues. Ooh. The churches? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. There's so many. He says the best black metal festival in Canada, La Mese de Motes, is hosted in a church. Shush your shushits. <laughs> Uh, P.S. Hockey tickets are on me next time Sid or Darren come oh. to town. Oh, oh so if yeah. I come to town, you won't get me hockey tickets? Would Towns? you go? He knows what you're into, Rob. For free, man. Un chasseur, chassant, chasseur, sans son sheen, est un bon chasseur, qui fait sa chair, chassusets. Everything is like sa chair, and then he gets throws that key, the key fi in there. Where's the key fi? That's, that's what it said. Uh, are you were reading that? Yeah. No, you weren't. I yes. think he was, but I don't I remember what something. it was. I thought you were like doing no. fake French just off the top of no, your head. I, 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 I was definitely reading something. I would do it for that long if it was just off the dome. Yeah. I would love to know what you were reading. I would as well. Does so, anyone remember that show? We need a French-speaking listener to try to translate what he was saying. <laughs> That's the key to unlocking this mystery. Uh, <laughs> yes. Got to be someone. Let us know if you... Remember where that episode? You should have when you were in Montreal. You should everybody. You should have played that recording. Chasseur, chasseur. Could you please translate? Chasseuses. Aren't there apps that like translate like people talking? 
Can you play that through like one of those apps and see what you were saying? <laughs> Do it, Rob. You're technological. No. God damn. You'd have to be saying it more or less right, though. Yeah. Uh, the computer it. can only do so much. Well, you could still try. Maybe get a couple of words and I'll mm. clue you in. Sacher. Chassusitz. <laughs> Come on, that's got to mean something. <laughs> it's the French word for Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All the words sound the same. That's what I don't get. How can it be a real sentence? Because it was Rob saying it. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> oh, boy. Un chasseur chassant chasseur sans son chine est un bon chasseur qui fait Well, I understood the word bon. That means good. Yeah. Okay. It was a good chassusitz. Yeah. <laughs> Just gotta find out what a chassusitz is so that we haven't figured out. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone has to really try to translate that. Oh. <laughs> I love the fact that we've been playing that drop for like a decade and this is the first time we've talked about Kifai. Yeah, I never noticed that it. Is. I'm too, I again? think we hear Sacher, Sacher, and then we start laughing. Yeah. Rob, Rob, get on your Cameo account and have Rebecca Moore reenact that clip. Can we do that? We'd have to spell it out phonetically. Sexily? Just give her the audio and have her try to interpret. You do say Kifai very sexily. Yes! Kifai. You're a Kifai destroyer. (laughs) It's just in. Rob, very sexy when he says Kifai. (laughs) Maybe those are like the Iranian launch codes. (laughs) <laughs> he actually triggered this whole thing, Robert. You're saying I did this? Yes. Ten years by ago. accident. Yes. Yeah. You're not saying he's a sleeper agent. No. no. <laughs> I don't know who sent him that text. Oh come on. Maybe the text was coming from inside the house. Chasseur, <laughs> oh, no. Chasseur, we're, we're getting, we're getting the missive now. He says, "Kifai." They speak French. That was a code, Rob. Oh. Very intricate. I wonder if you play it backwards, if it'll have like some kind of. <laughs> like, it'll well, open up actually, the I want to say. Uh, can we do that? <laughs> yeah, hold on. I, I reversed. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Kifai, yes, yes, Kifai, oh, yes. I'm hearing impaired in one chassusitz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, stop making Kifai jokes, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Slow <laughs> Bonbon. Any more hate mail? Was that the end of that one? No, that was it. Were there any more Montreal facts? That was it. That was it. Use your microphone. That was all the hate mail. Okay. Wait, let me see. Maybe there's... Like last week, that one of those hate mail came in during the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Slow-mo trainer. And we'd love to hear from you. All you got to do is email hate mail at mentalinjection.net and we will most likely read your email on the air unless you ask us not to. We've gotten 
a bunch of lovely letters from people that wrote very, very sweet things and asked us not to share it. And, and we ignore them and do it anyway. No. No. Mm. I'm kidding. We just share them amongst each other. Yes, we do do that. What about voicemails? Can people still leave voicemails? People can still leave voicemails on our page. The Squeak Speak Pipe Widget. The squeak Wipe. Scroll down a little bit. And uh, we also, of course, as we mentioned, we're on Patreon. And, uh, you know, you could be a top livecast fan in there. You know, if you want to get our bonus episodes, we do at least one bonus episode a month. That's $5 a month. And if you want to give us a little extra loving and want to show that you are a top livecast fan, it's 10 bucks a month in every episode we will give our top livecast fans a bit of a shout-out. And so I, I believe it's the time of the show where we got to do a few shout-outs. <clears throat> so if you... Uh, allow me, I'd like to play a little bit of music. Okay, here are Patreon shout-outs. The one and only Rob, with two Bs. Eric, Robert Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, with an I. There's Benjamin, L. Duderino, Cynical Sid, Cynic Cynicism. Then there's Justin with an E. Cattle Decaf, with an F. Mindy Mayer's Keeper, as you all know, that is a Jewish headgear for religious purposes. And Treon! Those are our Patreon shoutouts for the week. We love all of our Patreon members, and we love all of our audience. Thank you very, very much. And I wonder in Montreal, would it be Le Deuterino? <laughs> Le Big Mac? <laughs> they call it a Deuterino Deuter- Royale with yeah. cheese. Yes. <laughs> While I contemplate my dinner options. Wanna thank you for listening. We'll be back next week and uh, same time, which is Tuesdays, seven PM East uh, I'm sorry, six thirty PM Eastern, three thirty Pacific time. It's Tuesdays, six thirty PM Eastern, three thirty Pacific. After work or after school. We hope uh, you join us in On Demand on all your favorite podcasting apps, including Spotify. And until then, I'll leave you with this.
fucks it. I'm over pop. My ass is gorgeous. I can't believe this is the end of the show.